Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and if you're new to the show, here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. And today, we have a magical moment within the theme park meeting Cinderella. Today's guest shares her most magical moment of sharing the princesses with her young son, Nixon. Not only does she encourage him to be himself, but she creates the most incredible princess-inspired outfits for her son. I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and how she creates them and all of the thought process that goes into it and actually some help from her son as well. Be sure to stick around to the very end to hear some listener stories sent in by you, the fans, all relating to Cinderella, so I cannot wait for you guys to hear those. Also, if you have a magical moment that you would like me to read on the show, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read your stories. Also, we have new episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. But now, on with the show. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Today we have a super, super special guest. I'm so happy to have Jolene on. Hi, Jolene. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you guys. Or thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. So do you want to give us a little teaser of what your story you're going to share with us today? Well, my son is a very big princess lover, so our story is about meeting a very special princess around her birthday time and how our cast member friends um, just sprinkled a little bit of magic and made a little bit of magic happen for us when we met her. We're so excited to hear it. But before we jump into your story, we're going to ask you some fun questions and be sure to take your time on them um, because they're kind of off the wall bonkers. But the first question we'll ask is what we ask every single guest on here is, why do you love Disney? Um, I actually grew to love it because, well, I had my son Nixon and um, I loved Disney before as a kid. Like, I think every kid grew up watching Disney and things like that. Um, I've always been a lot more into like Marvel, the Marvel franchise. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's more my my business. Um, so when we had my son, we live in Whittier, which isn't too far from Disneyland. So of course I was like, well, we are Southern California. So we have to experience like what my dream would have been as a kid. And that would be to be like a Disney pass holder. Nixon was about nine months old when we got our passes. And that was the first time he ever went. And uh, that's probably where I really became the biggest Disney fan was just watching it through his eyes and reliving it through his eyes because as a kid I didn't really have a whole bunch of money so we didn't really experience like Disneyland it was mostly just like movies and things like that so it's just really fun to be able to experience it again as a kid with him. Yes, I love that so much. That's so sweet. So you're super excited for Avengers Campus. I honestly cannot like I, I was super excited about um uh, Galaxy's Edge. I thought that was like super exciting, but this one is going to be like horrible tears <laughs> for me, like those ugly happy tears when I see it because this is what I've really been waiting for. Yes. Okay. Who's your favorite Avenger? Ooh, this one's a hard one for me because I feel like I have a lot of like the top ones. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. like Black Widow because um, that yes. girl power. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then, well, Black Panther. I'm very sad about that one. Um, and then Thor. I've, I've always loved Thor. I think his humor, especially like as they wrote him later on in the uh, series, he got like more like funny. I just love him. Yes. He's oh, and great. Ant-Man He's... because, well, Paul Rudd. See, this is why it's a hard question because I feel like I could be like, oh, and this one and this one and this one. 
But there we go. We'll just say those are my four right there. I love it. I actually, speaking of Ant-Man, I got my mom into Marvel because of Ant-Man. Because I had to start her off. You can't just start in the middle of everything. Yeah. And I got to get a funny enough one, but still sentimental. So I started off with Ant-Man. She loved it. And then we went through about half of the Marvel movies. And I like had a whiteboard. And I'd be like, okay, mom, here's the key points from this movie. For, so we got the Tesseract, <laughs> the blue glowy thing. All right, we got Bucky Barnes. Not Buddy. She kept calling him Buddy Barnes. And I thought it was hilarious. But Bucky Barnes is the best friend, Peggy Carter, girlfriend. You, like, I feel like you have to have like a diagram set up when you're <laughs> introducing someone to this series, like especially exactly. in the middle like that at, with Ant-Man. And it's funny because yes. with Ant-Man, I actually wasn't very interested in watching the movie. He just didn't sound like mm-hmm. that cool of a superhero to me. And um, exactly. I watched it after it came out like on DVD and I regret not seeing that one in theaters because I love him. <laughs> it was so good. And then with his relationship with his daughter. Daughter is just so yes, sweet. Yes. Okay. Back to the questions. We can talk about Marvel. We can probably do a whole nother. If you have to cut Marvel. some of this, I understand because I will get <laughs> off topic so much. <laughs> okay, it's all good. Um, so which Disney parks have you been able to visit? I've actually only been to Disneyland and California Adventure, so definitely on the bucket list to get over there to Florida. Hopefully after this yes. pandemic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love I love Disneyland. It's my favorite. Okay, so not necessarily necessarily your favorite character but what character do you most identify with that is the most similar to you um I really liked Vanellope um I loved her message I kind of feel like look a little alike I mean you know you Mm -hmm. always resonate with the characters that kind of have like same features but I just Mm -hmm. really liked her because she was kind of like sassy sarcastic I feel like that's kind of me and she's just like not like everybody else and while the rest of them are like the sweet well they're mean they're they're very mean yeah she, she but she's like more of like just the real one I guess so I like her and then I loved her message so much um the whole just like embracing your glitch that's like honestly like something I really live by I love that message of embracing the flaws in what you might have you know I guess it's a flaw but not really a flaw but just embracing your glitch I love that too it makes me want to rewatch it yeah I I won't say the the second movie I wasn't like the biggest fan of I like it but not Mm. half I mean I love the princesses that was cool to see them again but that movie was (laughs) the message was whatever it was kind of weird to me but the message in the first one just had me like crying my eyes out because I loved the message so much (laughs) absolutely yeah when I think of Wreck-It Ralph 2 I just think of the princess scene and that's pretty much it (laughs) yeah and that's literally like Nixon when the movie came out he likes the movie but I feel like all he wants to do is just watch that scene over and over again and then like when the princesses help him and he like has the snow white dress on he'll just watch those parts (laughs) only he doesn't really care for the rest of the movie he's actually kind of scared of the part where um he turns into that big weird monster thing yeah I wasn't a fan of that (laughs) either that was a little he he wants to turn it off when that comes on he's like no I'm good on that one (laughs) he's a little bit of a scared not scared I don't like to say scaredy cat but yeah he's He's not very big on the scary scenes in the Disney movies. I can totally relate. As a young kid, I like was scared of Tweedledee and Tweedledum for whatever <laughs> yeah. reason. So. Oh my, the Mulan, um, the Huns, he won't watch the beginning of Mulan oh. or the middle of the movie. He loves Mulan. like He loves the songs so much, but he cannot... Mm-hmm watch any parts of the hunt he's looking at me right now with a scared face because i'm even mentioning them he's like what don't put it on oh my gosh he's like don't threaten me mom yeah he's like we're not putting it on please no okay here's a fun one especially the fact that you are a mom if you were to drive across country with a car full of kids and they only wanted to listen to one disney soundtrack on repeat which disney soundtrack would you pick Ooh, that one is a hard one, but uh, probably Moana. I love the Moana soundtrack. I feel like it's yes. so good. <laughs> and there's like variety too. Yeah. Like there's fun, upbeat songs, and then there's silly songs, and yeah. then there's like empowering songs. So I like that. You're the second person to say that. Like that's probably why I love I loved the movie so much was the music. I was like, this music is great. It, and Frozen was good music, but I feel like Mo- Moana took, took it a step up. I could probably do the Frozen 2 soundtrack, too, also, because, well, Panic at the Disco, mostly. Yes, I liked the covers that they did of the songs. Yeah. Those were really good. Okay, if you were an enchanted object in the Beast Castle, what enchanted household object would you be and why? Probably something in the kitchen. I'm just, like, a big foodie. Um, I love to cook. 
So some kind of cooking appliance, a chanted cook. I would be like Mrs. Potts pretty much, like the helper who cooks mm-hmm. and serves like how she does when, you know, people come to the home and she's serving. So something along that. Imagine like an enchanted instant pot or something like crock pot. Ooh, <laughs> nice. You and Mrs. Potts can take over the kitchen. I love it. Okay. So you're very like character and you and Nixon love meeting characters just as much as I do, probably more. Yeah, that's Nixon. That's what we have to do when we get to Disneyland and see characters. But what two or more characters would you love to see interact with each other that don't don't typically interact with each other? I like to see the evil queen probably interact with like Elsa. Oh, I feel like that would two be a queens. good one. Yeah, and because one is like evil and one is kind of nice, but I also feel like they both have very dry. Person, not dry personalities, but you know, Elsa's very serious, and so is yeah. the Queen. She's very serious too. So, and then the Queen always has like some hilarious things to say, but they're also both yeah. very realistic. Like you know how Elsa's like, you can't marry a man you just met in one day. Well, the Queen would probably agree with that also. So yeah, <laughs> they can help both uh, help each other in arguments when they're going around with the love puppy princesses. I think they would be friends. Like I just feel like they would be friends. <laughs> Okay, this needs to happen. Let's make this meeting right. happen. <laughs> what is a ride you wish Disney would create? I don't know if it's true. I've heard it was rumors that the bobsled one was going to be turned into a frozen ride, but I would love to see Ooh. a frozen ride at or Moana. I feel like those are the two movies, mostly because of Nixon. Yes. I feel like because of my kids, I would like to see Frozen or Mo- we more Moana because we don't have anything Moana. Like Disney World has Frozen, but we don't have... Either parks don't really have much Moana stuff going on. So give us a Moana ride. I'm all here for it. What movie needs to be represented in the parks, either as a ride, a show, or a meet and greet? Well, we are getting our um, Tiana. So that one I think is like super exciting. I'm happy about that one. So other than her, she is getting something now. I actually would like to see more Rapunzel. I feel like Rapunzel. I mean, she has her little tower over there at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like a little it's... statue almost. Yeah. Or like, it's a statue. <laughs> yeah, so I would like to see some more Rapunzel stuff. And I'm just going to be yeah. answering princess stuff for Nixon, but realistically, I want to see more Marvel stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, what is your favorite Disney item you own? You know, weirdly, I don't buy too much Disney stuff other than like the stuff for my kids. I actually have some uh, Disney cooking stuff. So again, back Ooh. to the enchanted question. So uh, I have like a Disney, uh, I have like the cookie cutters. Um, I have like the bowl set that was out. Um, I didn't end up getting the Pyrex one that everyone was obsessed with, but I have some bowls, mixing bowls, some uh, spoons. So those are oh, my fun. favorite, my favorite Disney items are my kitchen Disney stuff. Disney's been coming out with some cute kitchen stuff. Like I don't cook, but I'm like always like, oh, I want to get it, but like I won't use this. So <laughs> that's the only thing stopping me from getting it. <laughs> okay, last two questions. So if you had this made-up Disney pass, it's absolutely the worst Disney pass in the world, but you could only go one month a year. Which month specifically would you want to go in? I actually know this one to a T. Oh, okay. That would definitely be January or February. Okay. Why is that? Um, Because it's not peak season. <laughs> um, right, I know you don't right. get much going on. Like you don't get like cool Halloween stuff or anything like that. But I always like that it's not too hot. It's usually not too cold. Well, this is in California mm-hmm. also. So if I was somewhere else, probably a different answer. Um, Because mm-hmm. it's not too miserable in our winter. It's actually really nice here in the wintertime. So, yeah, because it's not peak season and I feel like the crowds are at an all-time low usually and I think the weather is usually the best at that time. And if it's January, you kind of get a little leftover Christmas stuff. Like yeah. usually they kind of run for another two weeks. Or if it's February, you get Valentine's Day and yeah. all the princes come out. And so, this year when uh, they did the the couples, that was actually like probably one of my favorite like oh. things I know. I want to meet all the princes at one point. I need to. I know. They never give like the princes any love. I would like to meet them, but I have some uh, really funny videos of uh, Nixon swerving all the princes. Like he always, when we meet the princesses and they have the princes (laughs) with them, I always feel Uh really bad because they're trying very hard to talk to him and get his attention. And he's just like, yeah. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm here for the, the princesses and the princesses only. Yes. You're just you're just here to keep her entertained when I'm not around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, the last question. This one might be one of my favorites, but if you could take your favorite elements from each Disney princess, which dress, 
sidekick and castle would you want to have? Ooh, that's a hard one because, you know, I actually dabble a lot in the princess dress department and I feel like Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things about meeting them, Nixon loves meeting them, but I just sit back and admire their costumes. So that one's so hard for me, but I definitely (laughs) would probably have to go with Tiana's dress, her big Mm -hmm. green dress, even though one time the shadow man said she looked like a cabbage and I've never (laughs) been able to not see that since he said it. I haven't heard that and I love that. Yeah, he was like, her dress looks like a cabbage because Nixon was dressed up like her. So he was like, oh, oh, I don't know why you would pick her outfit because she looks like a cabbage. You should have picked like my outfit. And I was like, she does kind of look like a cabbage, but a beautiful cabbage. A beautiful cabbage. But I love her dress. So, um, I know. I love green. Yeah. I love wearing green. Yeah. And I love that her dress is strapless too. Yeah. And I like, I don't know how yeah. it has like a, almost like a flower coming out of the top of it like a white flower I love that part of her dress and then if you really look at it it does have some really nice uh green velvet detail that I've always really loved yes I'm right there with you because I love characters so I notice those things too I'm like oh your dress is so pretty (laughs) okay so you said the Tiana's dress now sidekick and castle sidekick hmm um I actually will probably pick um I always love Gus Gus mostly because I have (laughs) I have my son August and yeah. he's a chubby oh. little mouse, cute little chubby <laughs> mouse guy. And we do call him Gus Gus. So I pick Gus. That Gus. is so cute. <laughs> Gus Gus like is so lovable and Yeah, adorable. and again, I love the sassiness. I love the characters with the sass and I love that he's like ready to yes. it's on site. It's on site for him. Yes, and he's ready to like fight Lucifer whenever yes. with his little little fist up in the air and and like I feel like the thing with his nose, <laughs> that's the perfect name for my son, August, because he is like Gus Gus too. He will literally like fight the biggest guy in the park if he has to. He's like fearless guy. Oh, that is so cute. Okay. So you'll have Tiana's dress, Gus Gus as your sidekick, and whose castle? I'm not a big architecture person, but um, the new Aurora castle that they have at Tokyo I think it's Tokyo, right? Maybe it was Shanghai. No, Shanghai is the one with all of the cat princess, like all the different princesses. Tokyo's is uh, Disney, like is Cinderella's castle. The only reason I know that's because I was there, <laughs> like last year. But um, I think Aurora's yeah. though. Like, well, I, yeah. I mean, maybe because I'm a Disneyland bias, but yeah. Would you want Aurora's castle from the movie or the Disneyland like little Aurora's castle? I think it's the movie. That's why I didn't I was saying I think Tokyo got like the movie version. It's not like they're official castle but wasn't it tokyo or one of them got like um, the one paris that, paris that got like the one that looks like the movie i like that one yeah i want to go to that one so bad because there's a dragon underneath yeah. too in the paris one that's the oh that's yeah. it's so beautiful i love it Do you want to share like how Nixon became like so fond of all the princesses and like fell in love with them essentially? So um, it kind of starts back to when Nixon was about one, a little over one. And um, they just put Moana on Netflix and I had never seen it. So I just wanted to watch it mostly for myself. But of course, you know, he's the age. So I let him sit down and watch it with me. And he was super mm-hmm. into the movie. Like I, that was the first time I'd ever actually seen him like at that young of an age sit and watch like the entire movie and like pay attention and not get distracted. After that, it was like anytime I tried to put any other movie on, he would legitimately like throw almost like a fit. He wasn't super verbal. He couldn't say a lot at the time yet, but I would put a movie on and he would straight throw a fit and just keep pointing at the TV until I would change it back to Moana. And then he would just be content and sit there and just watch Moana. So it was Moana 24-7 for a while. He wouldn't let us watch anything <laughs> else. It was like the TV was held hostage. And then uh, we finally was were able, like, I think he got into it, like, in the summertime. And by wintertime, we were finally barely able to get, like, Frozen wiggled in there. Because I had to find something that was similar. Like, I mean, he wasn't going to watch just something random. So the most similar thing with music that's kind of, like, on the same thing, same kind of visuals so we put on Frozen, and then that was the only other thing he would take from there. First, just watching the movies. Um, then it was last Halloween. Um, I would say last Halloween was when he could really, because he was about three, so he could really finally mm-hmm. say what he really wanted to be for Halloween. And he said Elsa. And so oh. 
my husband and that was when frozen two was, was coming out that November last year. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to be the new Elsa. So my husband got him the oh. costume. And when I put the costume on him, he just didn't really like the dress part of it. Like he just seemed mm-hmm. real like, and he's, he said, I don't like the dress. He's like, I want pants. And he, I guess he thought Elsa was wearing pants. I guess she kind of is, but you know. Yeah. But you still have that skirt part over yeah, it. So, and, yeah. But the costume didn't come with like the underpants or anything like that. So the costume was just the dress part. And he just didn't mm-hmm. really, he wasn't really into that part. And he was really upset. He thought that the costume was supposed to be pants. And he was very adamant telling me that it was pants. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I will try <laughs> to fix this for you then. So that's when you I try to make you Elsa pants. <laughs> yeah. So with making the pants though, like when you cut it, you know, cut the dress, it makes the shirt kind of shorter. So ultimately you kind of have no choice, but to make it into like a suit. So I had to add to make it like a blazer looking top. And mm-hmm. that's what started it. Like, I was kind of like, okay, I didn't realize what I was making kind of like a gender bend suit or, you know, like a suit version of her costume. So that was the start of it. So I did that one. And that was what he wore for Halloween last year. So that was my very first one. So it, this month makes one year of making <laughs> dresses into suits. And you've made a ton. Yeah, I think I I don't I haven't counted them all exactly because some don't fully count. Like the Aurora one wasn't made from mm-hmm. a dress, but it's still part of my princess suits. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about that Aurora one? Because that is my, like I told you in the beginning of this episode, that is my personal favorite. Yes. Um, well, that one was shortly after Magic Happens. That one, like honestly, Magic Happen is by far our all-time favorite thing of Disneyland. I feel like I probably miss mm-hmm. that parade more than I actually miss Disneyland itself. <laughs> and um, Nixon was obsessed with um, Aurora's like costume at that the one yes. that has the fabric that literally looks like it's changing from blue to uh, pink but we went to Joanne's and we were just looking at all the fabrics and I found that one and at that time I don't know if you saw but um, I was on TikTok and it was around prom time so that specific fabric there was a prom dress that was like super big on TikTok and that prom dress mm-hmm. also reminds me of Aurora because it's that exact fabric that I ended up buying So when I saw the fabric, Mm -hmm. I was like, not only is this a popular prom dress, this is Aurora's like kind of has that pink to blue look going to it. So um, I kind of wanted to end up making like a suit that was like a prom suit for a man, but also where it's also kind of like Aurora's outfit. Also, Nixon saw it more as Aurora's costume. So. Hey, I I love it. It was so great. I and I, again, I love that parade too. I was a huge fan. I flew all the way from Florida for a couple of days so I could go see I don't it blame opening. You. It was it's literally the name. It's Magic Happens. <laughs> it, oh, so good, so incredibly good. Um, so you've done Aurora, you've done Elsa, you've Tiana was oh. the one we did for Magic Happens. I um showed Nixon all the floats that were going to be mm-hmm. the ones that they showed the artistic because at that time I didn't see too much of what was going to happen in the parade yet. But you know how they mm-hmm. came out with the art that was the float. So yeah, the concept art mm-hmm. for all the different floats. Yeah. So I showed him all the concept arts and he was in love with Tiana's and we went on the search on offer up found a Tiana dress. And then I, that one actually turned out to be one of my favorite ones that I've done because uh, mm-hmm. her movie is based in the 1920s. So I wanted to go with like the 1920s, like bloomers back then. That was like the big thing for little boys was bloomers. Uh-huh. So that's why I made him like bloomers for her costume. I love the attention to detail that you're doing. You're like, okay, 1920s, <laughs> we're going to do bloomers. Yes. yes. Uh, Nixon actually does a lot of um, input on the design itself too. He has the, um, I'd say the baseline of the input. So he'll tell me if he wants shorts, pants, uh, you know, if he wants like big shorts, little short, you know, things like that. And he'll be real specific. Um, sometimes he doesn't like the puffy sleeve. So he'll tell me he doesn't want the sleeve to be puffy. And then I'll go in with like the more fine details like that. Like, oh, this movie is based in this time. So I'm going to try to go for this kind of look, you know. I love that he like puts his own input in it because, you know, I've heard some people say like when they see a kid dressed up, oh, that kid doesn't want to dress up. That's just the mom yes. forcing them to do it. <laughs> well, we have a, a pretty decent 
following on TikTok, and that is probably like the number one thing that I get hate on is people saying that he's too young to decide that. There's no way that he would have picked that on his own, which is funny to me because I usually click on these people's pages and I'm like almost positive they don't have kids. So I'm like, you clearly have never talked to a four year old because a four year old can make lots of decisions. Like, exactly. And I think it was on your page, it was like a four year old is not going to wear something they don't want to wear. Yes, I have to actually make a video to prove to people because they were like you're forcing him and I'm like I I don't know if you've ever tried to make a toddler wear something that they don't want to wear but it doesn't like if you ever see me out in public and he's dressed like a clown just know it was a battle I didn't want to fight because there's plenty of times where he's wearing stuff that I'm like I you know okay fine all right it's the middle of winter and you want to wear some short shorts with some long socks okay let's do it we're going to the store like that. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. I don't have kids yet. <laughs> yeah. But I love hanging around kids. And like you said, they don't ever want to do something they don't want to do. But I love that he like not only just says, Hey mom, can you make me an Elsa dress or a Tiana dress? Like he's like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like he might be the next like designer daddy that's on Instagram that does wonderful creations of Disney um, dresses and other things. So. But I will let you take it away and share your magic. So um, our story actually begins um, around my birthday, which is also Cinderella's birthday. And um, we just made Nixon a Cinderella costume. Yeah, so we went in February to go uh, meet Cinderella because Nixon was really into her at that time. Um, He still is, but his answer always changes when you ask him who his favorite is. But he has a a Cinderella shirt on right now. But uh, we went to go see her. And unfortunately, when we got there, they told us uh, we went to Princess Hall and that's where all the princesses usually are. But they said that she wasn't meeting there anymore. The scheduling was kind of messed up. And they were like, she's meeting one last time at the front of the of the parks, but she's already been meeting there. So we don't know her line might already be closed when you get there. So we just like ran like through the parks as fast as we could, got to the front. And when we got there, the line was closed, but the cast member had saw Nixon was dressed up like her and he had a little Gus Gus bag and everybody was like, just in love with this little Gus Gus bag. So the cast member was like, just hold on real quick, like stand back over there real quick and I'll see what we can do. Let me talk to Cinderella and like, you know, So we stood back and they let the line go through and he's like, yeah, just wait till the end of the line, you know, like stand back till the end of the line. And we Mm -hmm. were her very last guest, which made it even more special because she didn't really have a super big time limit of what she could only spend with us. Yeah, because if it's a last guest, they can kind of, like you said, there's no time limit. They can spend more quality time with you because there's no one waiting um, after you. So it's perfect. Yeah. Those that don't know that are Disney World people that are used to character meet and greets and waiting 20 plus minutes for every single character. Disneyland, we have roaming characters and some of the princesses like to meet in the front gates in front of the train station between the train station and the uh, turnstile. So sometimes they'll have have Ariel or Cinderella. I've seen Snow White, Aurora, a bunch of princesses there. Sometimes villains if it's Halloween season or the Fab Five. Yes. So I didn't know they didn't do that at Disney World. That's kind of a bummer, but yes, that is something that we have. It's kind of special. Yeah, sometimes they have like Pluto or Marie on Main Street, but not nearly as often as we do at Disneyland. Uh, like, well, that's we cool that they have Marie. Everywhere. I would love to see Marie. She's my, yes. she's another sassy character I like. <laughs> I love All right, them. sorry. Back to your story. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, um, yeah they let us finally like they after everybody was there they told her I have the video so like they literally tell her Cinderella your last guest is here to see you and I just the minute she saw him I like was just in love with her because her reaction was so genuine and she was like oh my god and she loved like his little uh, Gus Gus bag so she just complimented his entire outfit and he complimented her outfit because that's his favorite thing to do when he sees the princesses. He loves to compliment yes. their their accessories and their outfits. So he's telling her he likes her gloves and her shoes and they're just chit-chatting. And then she asked him to dance with him, which I thought was the cutest, sweetest thing I'd ever seen a princess really do. Because Nixon has a, on occasion asked a princess to dance with him and they'll dance with him. But I've never seen one actually ask him. So that was super sweet. What a confident little man because, you know, guys... <laughs> 
older age don't ask girls to dance. So right. that's very impressive at a very young age. He's already doing that yes. to very beautiful princesses. Yes. So he knows, he knows how to, and he goes in, he's, he's the ultimate princess hype man. He walks in there and he <laughs> lets them, he hypes them up on their outfits and lets them know how great oh. they are. And then he'll ask them like, straight up, you want to dance? But uh, she oh. asked him instead. So I even think that shocked him. He was like, oh my God, yeah. So um, they had the cutest little dance ever. And then because it was the front, everybody's coming in through the front when the dance, like they mm-hmm. did such a good job, both of them. They were both on like key, which I was surprised. I've never taught Nixon how to waltz or anything like that. Yeah. And he did a really good <laughs> job. And um, there was a little crowd there who clapped for them after they danced. And then right after they danced, um, he walked her off to her little exit. So he got to like walk through like just the opening part and then off to the side and she stopped you know, got down to him again. And I told her happy birthday. She told me happy birthday and she went on her way. (laughs) That is so incredibly sweet. I love that so much. Like to spend that quality time with Cinderella and not only that, but it was her birthday and Nixon was in his Cinderella outfit and it was your birthday. So I'll take uh, that memory to my grave. It was literally the best character greeting meeting I've ever, I've ever seen. And Nixon has said, had like thousands of them, but that one was by far the best. Um, actually, you know what? Let me see if I can get Nixon on here for you real quick. Okay. Um, he does remember meeting Cinderella, so I don't know how much he'll tell you, but let's see if we can get him to recall oh, a little yes. bit of that story. Nixon, come here. You remember when you met Morgan at um, Dapper Day? She was dressed up like Aurora. Hi. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hear his little, yeah. I'm blushing so hard, Nixon. Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you remember when we met Cinderella? Remember that one time? Yeah. You want to tell her about how you danced with her and how you met her? Yeah. Tell her about how you met Cinderella. What did she tell you? I met Cinderella. Cinderella. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what else did you do with her? She, I, her, I, she was spin. I was there by myself. Oh my goodness! You guys were dancing together. Yeah. Yeah? Was that so fun? And did you get to walk around a little bit of Disneyland together? Yeah. Yeah. Did you love, like, spending time with her? Yeah. Yeah? Who's your favorite Disney princess? Snow White. Snow White's your favorite? Snow White. Awesome. And who's your favorite to dress up as? Hmm. Uh, Elsa. Elsa. Ooh. And why Elsa? Do you know? Yeah. Why do you like Elsa's costume? Because she makes super ice powers. Ooh, and are you practicing making ice powers? Yeah. Yeah? Are you doing good? It's getting a little chilly. I think it might be working. Got a little chilly today in California. Yeah. Do you know how to use your magic hands? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know my favorite outfit that you wore? Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. I loved your Sleeping Beauty outfit. Thanks. You like <laughs> of course. Yeah. What is Sleeping Beauty is my absolute favorite. Hmm. Is he? What song does Aurora sing? I know you <laughs> upon a dream. That's what she thinks. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Nixon, can I dress up with you? Yeah. Can you wear your Sleeping Beauty outfit and then I'll do a Prince Philip gender bend with you? Would that be okay? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. We'll have to do it when Disneyland opens back up. That'd yeah. be fun, huh? Yeah, that will be fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Nixon, do you have any other fun stories of meeting princesses? Like, who's your favorite to meet? Or have you? what's your favorite thing you've done with them? I know you like to ask them to dance. Yeah. Who's your favorite Disney princess to meet at Disneyland? Uh, it's Cinderella. 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 Yeah. What's your favorite thing to ask Cinderella when you meet her? Dance. To dance? Yeah. Aww. Nixon, what's your favorite flow in the Magic Happens Parade? Do you remember the Magic Happens Parade? Yeah, it was Moana. You like Moana's flow? Me too. Yeah. Did you see Hey Hey behind it? Yeah. In the basket? It was so silly how he just popped out. Yeah. Like Maui and Pua too, huh? Yeah. And then Moana was on her boat in the water. You like going swimming with Moana? Yeah. 
<laughs> He's so cute. I'm so smitten right now. <laughs> you want to say bye? Yeah. Bye. Say bye. It was nice talking with bye. you. Bye. That was nice talking to you. Bye, Nixon. It was so great talking to you, too. And I can't wait to dress up with you next time I see you. Okay. Okay, bye. Hello. Oh, my gosh. My heart just melted. <laughs> He's so cute. His little voice. I just can't handle it. Yeah, I could tell he was a little bit shy, but he was he was getting there. He did great. He did really good. He did so good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think, is there any other fun stories or even little ones that you want to talk about or um, or any messages you want to get out? Because I know you want to spread good messages and inclusivities. Well, so when it comes to um, the Disney franchises, I think one thing I want to talk about is I think it's kind of messed up that we include uh, little girls and we include everybody in almost every single franchise. So when you have franchises like Star Wars or Marvel, not saying that they need to be male based, but there is marketing that goes out to both male and females in those franchises and every franchise. But I feel like when it comes to the Disney princess franchise, it's like the only franchise in the Disney franchises where they limit their um, marketing and the marketing is only done for girls. So generally all the merch that comes out, all of the commercials, anything that has anything to do with the princesses, it's always directed only towards girls. And I kind of just feel like, that is one thing that I hope Disney kind of changes in the future. And I know that they've come a long way. So I know it's it's only a matter of time, but I really hope to yeah. see that change. Yeah, you'd like more than just the one style shield and foam sword and then the the cape and then what was it? Like a prince outfit in yeah, the parks because that's pretty much all it is. And what's really messed up is they don't even have a Disney prince franchise. Like the princes don't have their own separate pran- franchise like the princesses yeah. do, which, you know, rightfully so because they are generally the heroes and the main persons of their stories. Mm-hmm. But if you're not going to have a prince franchise, it seems a little weird that you would uh, exclude boys from the princess franchise. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I actually watched one of your inst- or Instagram stories, and I think you made a really good point when you see a girl dressed up as like a superhero and she's praised for being strong and powerful, but it's not the same when a boy or a man dresses up in his favorite princess or a feminine franchise of some sorts. And I think that it needs to be more positive and encouraging towards whoever you want to dress up as. Right. It's actually sending a very bad message to women when we tell little boys that you can only look up to male superheroes. And especially when we tell women it's empowering if you look up to a man because we love it when little Mm -hmm. girls want to dress up like their favorite male superheroes. We think it's super cool and it is super cool. But for some reason, we almost find it degrading if a boy wants to look up to a female. And that just seems kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't you want your sons or your brothers or any men to look up to a woman and feel empowered by them? And why can't they? Why can't they feel empowered by it? And then also on the same, like a similar note, like when you're dating somebody, and you want to know how good they'll treat a woman, you kind of look at their relationship with his mom Mm -hmm. or like other females in his life. And so if it's like your son where he's already asking them to dance, like we mentioned earlier, (laughs) like it has the confidence to do that. Like that's just going to make whoever he's ends up being with later on in the future. It's going to be a great relationship. And I think more guys should be like him and have confidence and want to be around women. I think we should all be accepting of whoever we like and uh, and it's not even just dressing up as it goes way much i'm not even communicating my words properly <laughs> yeah, but it, no, it, it's know. it's spreads way bigger than that and i think we should just be all loving and accepting yes i agree yeah <laughs> and i think your page and your message that you have on your instagram and your tiktok i think is just a great one so i appreciate that um, where can people find you? I'll have you plug all your social channels and stuff. Thank you. Um, I use the same username on all platforms. I am on Instagram, um, TikTok, and I'm starting to try to use uh, YouTube. I'm not super big on it yet, but I'm trying. So follow me. Um, mostly on my TikTok is where I'm most active at Mom Made Magic. My Instagram would be my second most active uh, account. And then I also have my YouTube. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, Jillian, so much for coming on. Absolutely love having you and a little cameo from Nixon. So we love him <laughs> as well. Thank you so much for inviting us. This was really fun. Um, I had a really nice time talking with you. And this was just overall like a nice little chit chat. So thank you. 
And now time for some listener stories that you, the fan, sent in. If you would like to submit your story to be read on the Just Some Magic podcast, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic tab. This next story is from Maggie K. It was the last day the parks were open before COVID. And my friends and I were taking some pictures for the March Disney Bound Challenge. I was wearing a Cinderella Disney Bound, but because of the rain and outfit changes, my curls fell out of my hair and my sneakers felt too clunky for the look. Silly, I know, but I wanted to do my favorite princess justice. The line for the Royal Hall was so long and my friend's IT band issue was flaring up. So we talked to a cast member about skipping the line so she wouldn't be in pain and I was able to see my girl. Once we got into the hall, she was the last princess we saw and it changed my life. She held my hands the entire time and brushed my hair out of my face and it felt like we were the only people in the world. She told me I was beautiful and that my loved ones believed in me. I was tearing up the whole time, which never happens in a meet and greet. I felt so connected to my favorite princess that day that I was a perfect memory to carry me while Disneyland is still closed. This story comes from Candace H. We dress up our kids since birth as many different Disney characters. This was actually for Jack's first birthday. Since I wanted to dress him up as Prince Charming, of course we had to meet Cinderella too. I remember Cinderella really taking her time with both of the kids and letting Jack sit in her lap playing peekaboo. I miss the times where we could hug characters and get special time with them. Hopefully we see her again one day and the kids can give her a big hug. We still do a lot of cosplays and meet characters from a safe distance, but we still really miss the normal times. This next story is from Katie Rose. In December of 2018, I dined at my favorite restaurant on property with my family, 1900 Park Fair, for Cinderella's Happily Ever After dinner. During this particular evening, I gifted Lady Tremaine with a portrait I had drawn of her previous to my trip. Before I gave the portrait to Lady Tremaine herself, Drizella visited our table and took a peek inside the folder holding the drawings. After seeing the image, she gave me multiple compliments and asked if I could draw a portrait of her. Of course I said yes and so Drizella posed so I could take a photo of her to draw once I returned home from my vacation. Since the trip, I have visited Walt Disney World in October of 2019 and February of 2020. Unfortunately, I hadn't bumped into Drizella during my 2019 trip, but it was okay because I knew I would during another trip. On the 5th of February 2020, my family dined at 1900 Park Fair and Drizella failed to show. Because I was so excited to gift Drizella with her portrait, I found a manager of the restaurant and asked if he knew when she would be at dinner next. He informed me that she would be returning the following night and invited me back for a special magical moment during the evening on February 6th. This made me super excited. So the following day, my sister and I were going to dinner at Hoopty Doo Review for the first time to celebrate my birthday with our friend. We explained how we were invited to see Drizella at 1900 Park Fair before our reservation, and she so kindly offered to drive us to the Grand Floridian prior to Hoopty Doo. I was so excited to walk through the Grand to 1900 Park Fair. I had waited 14 months to give this portrait to Drizella, and I was so happy to finally be able to hand her my gift. We walked over to the booking station at 1900 Park Fair, where I explained to the lovely cast member seating guests what my situation was, and she quickly went to get her manager for me. The manager remembered me from the previous evening and took me around the exit of the restaurant where Drizella was awaiting my arrival. Drizella was super excited to finally receive her gift and complimented my new and updated Drizella dress, which she had not seen before. I knew she had to return to the guests inside the restaurant, so I thanked her and quickly handed her her portrait. Her reaction was priceless and filled me with so much joy. She screamed and complimented me, it's magnificent and you are spectacular. These compliments filled my heart with so much love and happiness. Drizella continued to show off her new portrait and even held it up so we could even take a photo with it with a nearby PhotoPass photographer. 
She continued to repeat wow multiple times and then said, thank you, this is the greatest gift I've ever received. This compliment meant so much to me and made me smile so big. I'm sure to this day, Drizella has received many, many gifts from guests over the years. And so to be told it was the greatest gift of all of them was very special to hear. We ended the magical moment by having yet another conversation about how she isn't mean. She's just misunderstood and honest. And with her telling me that she is going to make the entire restaurant jealous by showing off her portrait. We hugged it out and said our farewells. It truly was and still is one of the most magical and precious moments I have ever had at Walt Disney World. Thank you to the lovely cast member and of course Drizella herself for making this happen. This story is sent in by Leroy R. It's true what they say about finding your perfect vacation. Once you do, you don't want to go anywhere else. And that's true with me and Disney World. I first went when I was 13, traveling from the UK, and I've managed to visit Disney World 20 plus times. And there's always one thing on my must-do list, and that's to do the character meet and greet with the stepsisters, Drizella and Anastasia and Lady Tremaine, if possible. I love doing character meets, but I had an uncomfortable experience on one trip to Magic Kingdom at Princess Fairytale Hall with Aurora. As the conversation with Aurora was not flowing and it was just awkward, it made me a little nervous meeting other face characters, but that didn't last long. On the same vacation, on another trip to Magic Kingdom, I was walking behind Cinderella's castle and suddenly saw the stepsisters and Lady Tremaine character meet. And to this day, it has been the best character meet ever. The conversation flowed, they argued about who was going to have a single picture with me, and it made me feel so special. Even when my partner at the time was having his time with them, they wanted to involve me too. And that was a few years ago, and after that, I now make it a mission to see them at least once on a vacation. I've now met them loads of times and every single time hasn't been a disappointment. The cast members capture the characters 110%. And being a fan of Disney villains, I highly recommend it to everyone. Disney villains can make the best character meet and greet, so make it your mission to visit them whenever you can. This next story is from Cassie G. I always loved Disney from my earliest memories of watching movies like The Little Mermaid and Cinderella on repeat on VHS at my home in the Sacramento area. Dressing up as them and singing around the house was my favorite thing to do. I was a shy kid, so Disney was my safe, happy place to go. I always identified with the quiet strength of Cinderella and the power of her kindness. I went with my boyfriend's mom to Disneyland and Disney bounded as one of my classic favorites, Cinderella. I had carefully planned out my outfit from head to toe, complete with glass slippers from Tom's. Sandy and I had just walked to the front of Disneyland when I saw a glimpse of blue. Was that Cinderella? Cinderella? My twin of the day and favorite princess growing up, Cinderella. I had to get a picture with her. So Sandy patiently waited in line with me to go to the perfect twin picture with Cinderella. It was a perfect moment. Cindy pointed at my shoes saying, you have glass slippers too. She directed me to princess pose. It made my day. I call it Disney bound luck. It doesn't happen every time, but when I Disney bound, it's always extra magical. That's why I miss Disneyland so much. The happy coincidences like that and magical moments and the equally as Disney obsessed people wanting to feel like a kid again. Just for a bit when I'm at Disneyland, I feel like a kid again with my eyes wide and like anything can happen. This story was sent in by Tracy S. My mom had been battling cancer from summer of 2003 until December 13th, 2008. In November 2008, she survived brain surgery and planned a Disney trip for my family of seven, my sister's family of three, my grandma who was 90, and my grandma's best friend, and for my mom. Unfortunately, my mom passed away before the trip happened, but we were honored her wishes and went in April of 2009. 
On our last day, we had breakfast at Chef Mickey's and there was a problem with our dining points. My sister and I went down to the lobby to, and guest relations was assisting us. They told us later that we should have done it at our resort, but for whatever reason, they helped us. The cast members were chatting with us for a while, working on the issue, and we had told them the story, and we were all tearing up. They asked if there was anything else we wanted to do, and we told them how we had to meet Cinderella, as it was my four-year-old with disabilities favorite, and her sisters and cousins all got to meet their favorite princesses. With that, one of the cast members walked away and was on the phone. She started asking me questions, our name, etc., and my sister and I noticed she was getting very excited. We were very confused. She hung up the phone and told us we were going to the front patio by Tony's and look for a man in blue pants at a certain time and tell them our names. We realized something was in store, but we were not prepared for the gifts we were given. We were all taken back and explained pictures on the wall and then were taken to another space that we had to say bibbity bobbity boo and then the curtains flew open and my four-year-old went running into Cinderella's arms. A photographer was there capturing every moment and we were crying because we knew my mom had played a role in this and was with us in that very moment. It was one of the most magical and most special moments we had ever had, and I can't remember the first cast member's name, but she was so very special. This next story is from Allison S. As a Walt Disney World annual pass holder, I've been dying to go to Disneyland for the longest time. This trip was a combination of a late birthday and a college graduation present to myself that I took during the first week of September in 2019. I dedicated this trip to doing everything that is unique to Disneyland, whether it was food, ride, or character meet and greets. At the time, Fairy Godmother was a very rare character to meet at Walt Disney World, and I longed to meet her because she is the embodiment of hopes and dreams. While waiting in line, I started to talk with the character host. I mentioned that I was from Florida and the fairy godmother doesn't come to visit as often since she's so busy at Disneyland or just making magic in general. So the fairy godmother comes to get me and I instantly start tearing up, saying that I wanted to meet her for the longest time. I asked if I could give her a hug. That's such a me thing. I always ask because it's just nice to be on the same page during an interaction and she pulled me so close. I'm barely holding myself together at this point and you can kind of see my eyes watering during all the pictures. She compliments my dress and asks if my fairy godmother made it. I said yes and twirled and she got so excited. One more hug in picture and then she held my hand and said, I'm so glad that you came to visit me. Thank you. My heart melted and I called my friends on my walk back to the resort freaking out because Disney magic is the best kind of magic. you guys enjoy Jolene's story and how she creates the most amazing outfits for her son. Also, if you guys enjoyed the show, please go listen to our other episodes. We have so many incredible stories from amazing fans to Imagineers, so be sure to go back and listen to older episodes. And if you want to help support this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It truly helps new people discover this brand new podcast, and I would greatly appreciate it. Lastly, if you have a magical moment that you would like to be read on the show, please go to justthemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read your most magical moments.